Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Last week, we began to share about 10 reasons why Sorry, 25 reasons why we must have a mega church right here in Teshi and build it powerfully. And I believe that God is doing it. Amen. Oh, I what you feeling cold? Are you feeling cold? Okay. At first, you are feeling hot, now you are feeling cold. The first one was because it is the most appropriate vision for a Christian to have. Ask yourself, all those who are dying from COVID, are they going to heaven? Are they going to hell? But most Christians don't think about that. Recently, I saw a picture of a beautiful lady from who is not a Christian. You know, so when I saw her, I said, hey, this lady doesn't look like the religion she represents. So I'll discuss here. I said, hey, yeah. It's not a true representative of that religion because of the way she dresses. And the person told me that, look, many, many, many people really admire her, especially Christians, and discuss her on Facebook and ask her for beauty tips. <laughs> yes. You see, if you believe in God, that anyone who does not believe in Jesus will die and go to hell. You see somebody from another religion and the most important thing that strikes you is that we are asking her for advice on how to be as pretty as her. We have lost our way. Christians have certainly lost our way. Amen. The visions we aspire to are not Christian visions. They are aspiration to get married. Many women go on that journey to their distraction. Marriage or suicide. One day, a certain A1 brother joined a new church, a big church. Many single girls, many single women. Hey, I hear the first day he walked into the church. The ladies, and they say, one lady said, I booked him. I mean, you don't know him, you don't know his name, you don't know if he's a drug smuggler, you don't know if he's a weed smoker, you don't know if he's a serial killer. As soon as they saw him, they said, one said, I booked him. And another said, he is mine. <laughs> you see, it is because of your vision, the vision you have. You have a vision to be rich. <laughs> if the vision to be rich are as attainable, many of us here will be driving our dream cars. But all of us are not driving our dream cars. You see, the Bible says that where there is no vision, my people perish. The Bible says my people have got into captivity for lack of having the proper vision. You have a vision to have a successful marriage. When God said that for all have sinned, including your spouse, it's not a good vision to have. You have a vision to be, I was talking to a politician this morning and was telling me that he's, that he's not being serious, that you pray for him. So I said, is he lobbying for a position? I thought if he deputy minister for this or minister for this or so i asked that what position do you want that you are loving for he said petroleum <laughs> he has a vision to sit where there's a lot of money and do this and get something you see while the work of god still remains undone the most appropriate vision for a christian to have is for the church of god to go through he said in matthew 6 seek ye first the kingdom of god Seek it. The primary vision, the most appropriate vision, the best vision, as a Christian, the only vision that you have is for the church of God to work. He said, delight yourself therefore in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. The quickest way, the surest way 
the best way, the most guaranteed way to prosperity is to seek for the kingdom of God. Every job you do at best will guarantee you a salary, a good salary, or an excellent salary. Recently, I was reading about the salaries of some of these CEOs of some of these banks. Hundreds of millions of dollars. You can't even imagine it. But can you say they are rich? Always committing suicide, jumping from buildings, cutting themselves, killing themselves. But God doesn't guarantee us money. He guarantees us prosperity. And that comes from putting his kingdom first. So for everybody in this church, I want to encourage you that you must by all means engage yourself. Find yourself doing something for God. See, the Bible says that the workman is worthy of his wage. Not the attendee. The worker, the one who is working. You see, in the Bible, one of the things that God hates is employers who don't pay their staff, their salaries. In fact, there's a special case for that. that Woe unto you whose employee whose employees' wages are crying from the field. They work and you don't pay them. If God is angry with people who don't pay their staff, then don't you think that when you work for God, your salary or your wages or your benefits will be guaranteed? It is the surest way to prosperity when you serve God. Amen. So it is about a proper vision. The next um, point we saw last week was that we must all decide to work together to have a mega check because it is the it is the the desire for a mega church will lead you on a journey a good journey the best journey all of us are on a journey everybody is looking for something husbands are looking for wives wives are looking for husbands husbands and wives are looking for children children are looking for games games are looking for buyers <laughs> Employees are looking for employees. Employees are looking for employers. Politicians are looking for votes. The voters are looking for good politicians. Everybody is looking for something. The poor are trying to become rich. The rich are looking for how to establish their money. Everybody is on a journey. And as you can see, most of the journeys fruitless. If it's one of the fruitless journey, how does an adult chew a balance? paper in full view of the world if it was not a fruitless game you will see that every election the winner wins it by the skin of his teeth almost like if you don't read you can't win like you need a little something extra you see husbands trying to be happy with their wives you see wives trying to please their husbands Employees not happy with their employers and employers not happy with their employees. Everybody's on a journey. To get a BEC, after BEC, SSC, after SSC, first degree, after first degree, masters, after masters, PhD, after PhD, another PhD. We are on the press, like we are thirsty. That is why in John chapter 5, Jesus Christ said, If you come unto me, I will give you water and you will never thirst again. Because everybody is thirsty for something. Children want to grow up. Those who have grown up long for their childhood days. Never satisfied. But you see, when you get on a journey to do the work of God, the blessing that counts with it is that the work of God forces you to put yourself aside. He said, except a man deny himself. That's, that's the first step. Take up his cross. He can't follow me. And yourself is your number one problem. You are most concerned about yourself. Most of your problems are about you. So as soon as you get to a place where yourself is no longer important, you are free. It's true. Most of your problems are about you. Things you want. Things you don't have. Things you want to have. Things you wish you had. Timelines you should have attained by now that you have not. So as soon as you engage yourself in something where you are not the focus, suddenly you are free. Suddenly your problems disappear. And I can tell you something. When you start doing the work of God, you will see that other people's problems are one million times worse than yours. So suddenly, 
it looks like you don't have a problem not because there's an absence of problems but compared to what others are going through you can easily see the goodness of god in your life go on the journey the journey that frees you let me ask you in all of creation have you ever seen anything god has created that benefits from itself have you seen a mango tree that eats mangoes <laughs> yes or no an orange tree that eats oranges no everything that god does is supposed to be for the benefit of others and that's the same as you god also created you for others to enjoy why did god create woman it's clear the bible says that and the lord looked and saw that adam was alone and the god said no it is not good that man should be alone i will make for him a woman to be his helpmate Mr. Shamflock, huh. you see, <laughs> I don't know if you've experienced it yet, but the kind of thoughts that Robert has for you, maybe you've just been married for a week, so they've not been manifested, maybe he's a bit shy of you still, but I can tell you that, like the thoughts that he has, not for you, but about you, maybe the best description is like how a lion sees a deer or a sheep. Like something to be eaten. It's true. Is it because as far as God has put in his hand that you were made for him? The Bible says it is not good for man to be alone. It is not good for Robert to be alone. Let me make I forgot your name. Ellen. Evelyn. Let me make Evelyn for him. Like for his benefit, like for his use. For his what are the ways? Consumption. <laughs> consumption, I think, is a very good word. <laughs> Let me make a woman for his consumption. And he made it. Huh. Amen. So you see, if you're going to be a good wife, Evelyn, you allow yourself to be consumed. Because, because, because that's why you were created. Now, the other side too is true. Is what I say? The, the, the brother can, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But also remember that before Eve was created, God told Adam to work. He told Adam, and God made Adam and told him that till the garden work in it. The word keep the garden means to guard it, tend the garden, take care of it, trim the trees. In the morning, go to work, dig the ground, work hard, make the garden nice. The Bible says that when God saw that everything Adam had done was good, then, Adam, then God now created Eve to come and enjoy Adam's work. Mm. One of the most painful things in life is a lazy man. And unfortunately, a lot of lazy men, they also like beautiful women. I don't understand them. When you read through the Bible, you see a trend. And Sarah was fair. And Adam was rich. Rebecca was fair to look upon. Isaac was rich. Rachel actually means beautiful of form and stature. Jacob was rich. But in these days, you see a lot of Sarah was fair. Rebecca, fair. Fair just means pretty. That didn't mean light skin. <laughs> Rebecca, fair. Sarah, fair. Rachel, fair. But Abraham, poor. Isaac, poor. Jacob, poor. Yes! They want the same benefits of rich Abraham, rich Isaac, and rich Jacob. I don't understand it. We should be fair to one another. If Abraham wants a good-looking Sarah, Abraham should also make himself rich. And, and wealth doesn't come by prayer. Wealth doesn't come by prayer. Money doesn't come by prayer. You don't become rich by praying. Nobody has become rich by praying. If there's no way the Bible says that says you prosper by prayer. 
It's nowhere in the Bible. Don't prosper my prayer. If prayer brings prosperity, Africa would have been the richest continent. 50 richest men in the world, there's no Africa in it. <laughs> yes. Prosperity doesn't come by prayer. Never has and never will. Prosperity comes by hard work. No. The poorest people in the world work very hard. The poorest people work very hard. <laughs> Prosperity has principles. One of which is hard work. See that a man diligent in his way, he shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mere men. Think about when you were in school. Those who used to learn hard, did they fail or pass their exams? While the SC people who used to pray a lot, did they pass or fail their exams? Yes. See thou a man diligent or a hard worker, he shall stand before kings. That is why a private businessman from America will come to Ghana and will have and shall have audience with the president of Ghana. There's no black man who goes to America except maybe a cultural troupe to go and play at Doha and they may admit them to the White House to go and play drums. Yeah, if the president has time, he'll go and look at them. <laughs> like, exhibiting uh, whatever. It's true. The second way to become prosperous is to be a giver. The Bible said that the liberal soul shall become rich. The Bible said that cast your bread upon the world. Look, I saw a brother a few weeks ago, he shared a testimony with me. He told me that since I joined the church and began to pay my tithe, every year I saw that my tithe is double what I paid a year before. He said, there was even a year where for six months I didn't have a job. By the end of that year, my tithe was still double what I paid a year before. When you are a tither and you are a giver, your prosperity too is guaranteed. It's not by prayer. Go to Atlanta Forest and see whether those who go and pray that they come with Lamborghinis or by Trotro. Now go to Osui the Nine. See whether those driving Lamborghinis, you see them praying at Atlanta Forest. Check. There are things that prayer accomplishes. Prayer accomplishes you pleasing God. Prayer determines your vertical relationship. And the strength of it. Wisdom determines your horizontal relationship and the strength of it. It's true. You want to succeed on earth? It is by wisdom, not by faith. You want to succeed with God? It is by faith, not by wisdom. And so you see, when you attach yourself to the church, you go on a journey of self-discovery, self-promoting. What happens is that when you join the church properly, work properly you learn a lot of life skills some of us are bad workers you know when you join the church determine uh, de de depending on the pastor you have some of your bad character traits may be straightened out in the church and you find yourself becoming a better worker in your circular job that will lead to your promotion as i speak to you now several of my church members are receiving accolades in their offices it's true because some of them, you straighten out their laziness. You cannot be lazy here. You cannot come to Kelly. You cannot be, you cannot be. For what benefit? For your benefit. <laughs> For what benefit? For your benefit. But without that, you may continue through life in self-destructive traits. Because in your home, I saw a girl. When she joined the church, do you know what they call her at home? Charles. From her childhood, like, from when she was born, her nickname at home is First Lady. That's how her mother calls her. Her father calls her. Her big sister calls her. Her youngest, like, they're not First Lady. And she came to the church with First Lady mindset. Got married with First Lady mindset. How can you marry well and be happily married with the mindset that you're a First Lady? The soles of your feet don't touch, like Wesley girls go. The soles of their feet don't touch the ground. Because in marriage, there are very practical things that will be not desired of you, but required of you. And with the first lady mentality, it won't work. So we have to do rehabilitation. And when Rollins came, he had a certain word, Palmscat, program of action to mitigate the social costs of. Adjustments. We have to do 
palm scan on her hey, to drive away the face. See, you cannot have dainty feet in marriage as a wife, it will work. There will always be conflict. So we went on a what the Chinese people do to their people, uh, the vegan people, uh, reorientation. Reorientation. <laughs> as she worked in the church until she became a perfect in one wife. She is watching me as I'm preaching. She knows his hair. <laughs> yes. Until one day, her husband's love just poured out on her. Oh, yes. Working in the church will only lead to your great benefits. I have been changed as I've worked in the church. The different things I've, I've done in the church have all prepared me to be a better person in my personal life. I cannot say that the church has benefited from me. I can say that I have benefited from the church. I cannot say that the church has benefited from me. I cannot say so. But I can say that I have benefited greatly. I have become a better person. I have become broader. I have become more mature. I have become a better person. May you also become a better person as you join yourself. See, one of the traits you develop is humility. Humility. But when you join the church, maybe you work in a bank, you are the branch manager for the bank. But you come and you see that somebody who will be your subordinate, maybe a bank teller in another branch, is your leader. <laughs> but in your office, you are the branch manager. But in the church, even a security man is not your leader in the church because you cannot bring your secular accomplishments into the kingdom of God. No, no. There are different principles that work here. Hallelujah. So it will teach you humility. You become softer. You become more gentle. You become more accommodating. You hear the word of God in church. How Mary at the garden, when Jesus rose from the dead, she saw the gardener. The Bible says, when she couldn't find Jesus, she turned and saw the gardener. And the Bible says that, and she supposing it to be the gardener. Turned and said, Sir, if you have hidden my master, please show me where he is. How many of us see gardeners and call them sir? Don't say, Hey, Musa, hey, who are you? Who are you? Where are you? We don't even bother to go to this. One day I sent my gardener to go and work for a friend. My gardener is all the best I buy plants from. He calls me daddy, he calls my children his brothers. He calls my wife mommy. So I sent him to go and work for a friend. He was so offended. In the middle of the work, he left the house. He left the house. In the middle, he, had, he left. So he called me that look, I've left the work. I said, Why? He said, No. Where you sent me to the, 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 the man is not like you. I said, What is it? Why have you left? You are disgraced. He said, No. <laughs> when I was working, this man came out of the house, sat in his car and left the house. He didn't say good morning. <laughs> he didn't say good morning. And then he said, I, I am a human being and I respect myself. He cannot come and if I went, he should say, he, so I asked him that, look, I said, did I send you to go and be his friend? Did I send you to the house to go and be a new friend? I sent you to go and work. Has, has he paid you? Yes. He said, I will return this money. I said, look, I didn't say you to go make a new friend. <laughs> you see, but that day I learned something. You see him as a gardener. You see him as nobody. But he respects himself. He sees himself as somebody important. Yes. I learned it from my son. That look, you may see him as this and this and this. But he doesn't see it all the way you see him. And in fact, when you see how he dresses, after work, his gold chains. <laughs> I can look at his gold chain and say, hey, if you put me and this guy, he's like he, he is a billionaire and I'm the poor man. He's enjoying life far more than me. Yes, you drink one bottle of coke at the Wessels Mall, I to finish. <laughs> you see, I want to say that when you join the church, you will be changed into a better person. The third reason why we have a mega church is that, let me follow there numbers so, so I don't jump them. 
because it is the prophetic destiny of every church that it should become greater job chapter 8 verse 7 though thy beginning be small yet thy latter end should greatly increase you see as you join the church as you continue coming to church you will see yourself the church growing slowly week after week now the good news is that you will also see your life growing you will also see your life changing week after week you join the church as a single person you know and i want to say that this um valentine's day we are having a program called red hot celebration of love yes valentine's day february 14. yes sunday evening it is not a sunday morning celebration sunday evening is called red hot celebration of love and look let me not deceive you the aim is one we are coming to look for husbands and wives it's true it's one of the side benefits of being in a good church the bible says that and they all were with one accord and no one lacked anything in the church it's true and we are adults we are not teenagers who are coming red hot celebration it is going to be like a prom of jeans and no 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 you dress up like a queen or the queen's daughter and then you come and the men have to dress up not this whatever yeah you wear a proper suit with a bow tie and suspenders not suspended the one with their cleft like uh, the one they sell around the t the tuc traffic lights not uh, that one suspended the ones with buttons you dress up well yes and then you come when you come this type of you know, you open the door for the girl you, you have to learn male chivalry you open the door coming you open the door for her you sit her down pull the chair she sits down and what we do that night the ladies will serve the men and because we are looking for you see let's be humble we are looking for a husband let's be humble the husbands who are looking for wives let's be humble so in order to not you see because sometimes to some of the men they, they don't know how to talk well so when the lady feels that she's stuck with one man she becomes ugly she becomes offensive she becomes some way so the idea is everybody will interact with three different people that night so that as we come no everybody knows that tonight is not the final night so if this man is behaving like a fool, can I just smile? Yes, just smile. There are two more opportunities. Amen. And it's going to be a cocktail here. It's going to be a very nice and um, when we finish, all the brothers will choose who they will drop home. The only problem is that we we'll put trackers on your car and be monitoring on our phones. Yes, to make sure that when you don't keep too long more than five minutes span that one place we'll be checking on our phone to make sure and then when the girl gets home she has to report by google live location that she's home and then the brother who also went to drop it will also be monitoring his google live location now technology can show us where everybody is on google live we know you are not supposed to be more than five minutes so the, so the males must also take their women home make sure she enters her house safely and then we'll see on google live you moving away it will be on google live you cannot use me for your christmas uh, present <laughs> yes you see but the prophetic destiny for every christian is that he should grow his end should be more glorious than the beginning the prophetic destiny for every church is that the church should become a better bigger nicer more glory filled church the bible says the end of a matter is better than the beginning thereof so you see in your personal life you see in the church to the church growing and now the church growing you you also grow amen and that's why we are not shy at all that we packed so many empty chairs come here in a few weeks you see that the chairs are full hey no but if uh, COVID is not going to you see that we have first service and second service so that we don't sit together too much but in the prophetic the, the bible says that for when for the time when you ought to be a teacher look ernest very soon god expects you to start to preach oh and as i'm telling you maybe you don't think so but i'm telling you the bible says that for when for the time 
where you ought to be a teacher. Like you ought to, you are supposed to. When I became born again, six months after being born again, I started my first church. Not my first cell group, my first branch of the church. Six months after being born again. It depends on you. I was even too late. Apostle Paul, three days after being born again, he started to preach. You can't do it. You can't do it. The end, your end is supposed to be glorious. And I can tell you that see, the Bible says, Psalm 37, verse 4, it says, Delight yourself therefore in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. What do you want? Commit to God. The Bible says, Commit your ways unto the Lord. Trust in him and be of good cheer. Commit your ways to God. Look, God knows how to take better care of you than you know even how to take better care of yourself. Amen. I want to encourage everybody. Let's join our hands together. Let's join our hearts together. Let us do this church thing. It's a good thing. It's a glorious thing. It's a marvelous thing. It is worth doing. You will never regret it. You will never regret it. Look, Jesus told the guy, you know, one day a rich person came to Jesus. And let me say something, you know, who can stand before God and say he's rich? You think about it. Who can stand before God and say I'm rich? But the man was thought he was rich. He came to Jesus and said, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He thought Jesus was like one of the Pharisees who would say that, oh, bring some money to the church. Jesus said, look, if you'll be perfect, keep all the laws of God. The guy said, I've kept all. Jesus said, the Bible said that. And Jesus looked at him and loved him and said, look, you're going to be perfect. Then. Sell everything that you have. Then Jesus saw that. So he said, sell everything that you have. Then the man thought of men's gold. That is going to invest it in men's gold. Then Jesus said, distribute to the poor. Distribute to them. When you have nothing, then now come and follow me. Then the Bible says that, and the man left. He turned and left. Sorrowful. Sorrowful. Sometimes when you tell people to come and work for God, their reaction is a sorrowful look. Like something bad is going to happen to them. Look at what happened. The Bible says that after the man had left, and he now couldn't hear what Jesus was about to say, then Jesus said to Peter, there is no man, no one at all, who has left father, mother, brother, sister. Unfortunately, Christ said wife. He didn't say wives. You see, the pastors so want to fornicate and are saying the bible says have more than one wife the bible says in isaiah that and seven women shall take over the garment of one man and say marias let your name be upon us and the next one is what first one three one if you be a bishop have one wife so we got look please please jesus didn't say wives he said wife it's true we wish he said wife it's true but you cannot bring your wishes into the bible we wish he said wives joseph don't you wish he said wives Look what she said, wives. We wish it. We really, really, really wish it. But you cannot bring your wishes into the Bible and change the Bible to conform to your wishes. Because that's what you wish. The Bible says that. Jesus said, wife. <laughs> yes, he said, wife. Instead of wives, it's true. But he said, wife. And we cannot. Jesus said, anybody who even adds a dot on an eye to my word. All the curses in this book will be added to him. So be careful. <laughs> be careful. Jesus said wife. He said fathers. Jesus knows plural and singular. He knows it. He said fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, wife. <laughs> no, then he said lands, houses. Jesus knows plural and singular. <laughs> when it was plural, he said plural. When it's singular, he says singular. He said, wife, for my sake and for the gospels. Now look at what he said. He shall in this life, in this life, receive fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, plural. This time, he didn't even bother to bring in wife. He said, lands, houses in this life. And then in the world to come, eternal life. See, this type of my home in heaven, how beautiful that I'm poor on earth, it's okay. And heaven, heaven, everything. Jesus said, he guaranteed us prosperity here on earth. I tell people that when you only have one plot of land, you are out of the will of God. When you have only one house, you are out of the will of God. 
as stated by Jesus. Because Jesus said, lands, houses. <laughs> it's true. So why you have zero there? <laughs> Ask yourself if you are born again. Yes. Or if you are working for God. It's true. He said, lands, houses. Your end will be more glorious than your beginning. I said, your end. Don't worry about how you are now. If you are here on your way to Kumase, Kuberika, you are on your way there. The fact that you are at Suhum and you don't see bright lights, does it mean your destination is not good? When you get to Inkoko, Bonsu Junction, and you don't see nice hotels, that is not your destination. Keep going. Keep going. When you get to your destination, all the things you are expecting will be there. They are already there. God has promised a glorious end for those who serve him. Amen. And they come by having a mega church. The next reason why we should have a mega church, big church, thriving church, growing church, is that there are more contacts, connections in the church. Acts 2.42. The Bible says that and no one in the church had any lack. No one needed anything. But all men sold their lands and houses and brought it to the apostles' feet. When you serve God, you won't lack anything. There will be contacts in the church, connected, and see, especially when you are in Africa. I tell you, even to get a COVID test, you need to know somebody. <laughs> yes, to get a hospital bed, like you are sick, you are on your way to the ICU. You need to know somebody, otherwise you sleep on the floor. It's true. Or you may even die at the emergency before you are treated. One day, my son was on admission. And you see, because of who we know, there were many doctors attending to him. The nurses even became angry. But you see, one day I went there. And as I was holding my son, he was licking his lips. Then I called one of the doctors and said, I think he's hot. So he's trying to like cool himself down by licking his lips. They said, oh, you came to do it like this. Then they went. They said, oh, his temperature is okay. Then he goes to the I said, ah. After the third doctor came, then I shouted, We cannot be in Kolebu to check the temperature of a child that you see your hand. <laughs> Go and find a thermometer and come. When they came, 39.2 degrees. It's true. You see, because of who we knew, I promise you, if you go to Kolebu, don't shout there if, if, if they don't know anyone. I'm telling you. You will die for shouting. You will die for shouting. If you don't know anyone, you go and shout in Kolebu. You will die for shouting. It's true. But who you know in Ghana? Several times I'll be traveling. I'm late to the airport. I've checked in online. I'll miss my flight. I pick my phone. I call. I call. I say, look, I'm late. Print my boarding pass. I'm coming. <laughs> yes. Don't print my boarding pass. <laughs> because of who I know. One day I was traveling, Robert, and I needed to sign some land documents before traveling. Doom saw this. Land commission, light off. I needed to sign before I travel. What did I do? I had a friend in ECG. I called him. I said, look, I need to sign some land documents. He said, land commission, 37, the light off. He said, Rev, don't worry, I'll call you back. Can you believe they put the lights on at 37? For me. They printed my document, I signed it, then they put the light off. I signed, I traveled. Ghana, <laughs> this is Ghana, this is Ghana. It's true. <laughs> yeah, they put the light on. Several times, my light will be off at home. I said, mm, this is not time for the light to be off. I'll now pick my phone and call. The lights in that area are off. I said, mm, Apostle, it's not supposed to be off. I'll get back to you. <laughs> A few minutes, they'll call me back. Oh, there's a fall the day, so we are waiting. 15 minutes later, lights back on. Look, Ghana is by who you know. Are you going to the university? It is not by your results you go to. It's by who you know. Hospital, who you know. I had a friend who was going to have an, an operation. His leg was broken. He didn't know someone. Hey, you see, your bone, if they don't straighten it in time, it becomes hard. People walking around time, town as cripples is because of who they did not know. But when you join the church, oh, that's why I gave you my phone number. If you say you are waiting for 
to join the uh, PCR test queue. Eh? <laughs> Before, so that you start your COVID treatment based on you testing at Noguchi. Let me write your death certificate for you now. Let me write it for you now. If you are waiting for your test results to come first before you start the treatment, you need to know somebody. Yes. Are you looking for a wife? Look, everybody is looking for a wife. Oh. Everybody is looking for a husband. That's At a point, my recommendation, no, this is a good person. I'm guaranteeing that this person, even if he misbehaves, I'll be there. But you see, if we don't know you, see, the whole just moving in town. Oh. I can't guarantee mm. Especially some girls' schools, if you go, there's a liability. It's true. We may need to write a personal note and sign and stamp that even though you went to this school, we are guaranteeing that the Spirit of God has worked on you. It's true. Do you want a job? Sometimes it's being, it's, it's being recommended. In Ghana? <laughs> you want land to buy? One day I went to buy land. They told me to do the GPS location. I said, no, you are trying to cheat me. Do you know what the man told me? The man told me that there was somebody like you. When we told him to do the GPS location, he would do it. When they eventually, it was not time for him to register his land and build. When they paid the GPS location, his land was in the sea. <laughs> his land was in the sea. I could go be the sea. As far as the man told said, please, do the GPS location for me. <laughs> his land was in the sea. You see, there are so many, but when you come to the church, what you don't know, you see, what you don't know is, the pastor knows somebody in church who works on land. The pastor knows another person who works at ECG. But you don't know it. The pastor knows somebody who works at COVID testing center. The pastor knows somebody who works in court. Court, court. It, uh, your ducket will get lost. Don't find it. The day of your trial, <coughs> they won't find it. You need some look. <coughs> One day, my father had some land. He's dead, let me say it. He has some land at Lashidi. Ah! Not knowing, he had gotten someone at TDC to remove his land papers from TDC file. For 20 years, the land papers were not there. Because if it's there, they'll sell the land. You two, you can't work here wrong. In Africa, we don't work wrong. <laughs> Africa is not like that. Look, if you want a system that works as it should, go to America. Go to America. Even now, America Christ is working again. <laughs> it's true. Everything in life is by who you know. When you join the church, it is to your greatest benefit. You will be recommended. You will have a job. You have the spouse when your spouse is misbehaving. We can call it. Look, <coughs> recently I saw a wife. I told the husband that uh, the best thing for you to just take your wife as a mental patient so that you can live gently, otherwise, you will kill her. It's true. Your mother. If you go and tell your mother, she'll just tell, she'll just tell you, divorce and find another wife. But in the church, don't look at it. No. The thing is demons. It's evil spirit. This is a behavior that didn't make sense. You see a man, the way he the pastor just couldn't say, look, you see, you are, you, are, you are not romantic. Learn to take your wife to dinner. That's right. Sit down, leave the children at home. Ask the near, he, so that we tell the wife, do this to your husband. One day I saw some four wives. I called them for a meeting. I told them, when you go home, do this to your husband. He will buy you a car. They thought I was joking. Four of them. Three of them, eventually the husband bought them cars. The last one, very proud, incorrigible person. I wish I could tell her, I could tell you that her end ended well. 
I wish I could tell you the story and then go. But the three of them, you should see them in their cars. They, they, when you join a church properly, you will have no need, you will have no lack. Look at what we are planning for Valentine's Day. Outside the world, there's only going to be fornication on 14, which is a Sunday. Sunday dance for God. We are doing something. Everybody come to the church. There's nobody coming to sleep with you here. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. But that's why we are installing tracking devices and, and live location. We are tracking everybody before we go home. That's right. Hey. And we we'll track you to the next one in case you left and then you went back. <laughs> we are not children here. We know what we are doing. <laughs> yes. It's like a prom. The girls will dress like princesses, and I've told them. Dessert there is women serving men dessert. Because some women don't know how to serve men. Take the ice cream, put it in his mouth. And then pretend that some has gone on his mouth. And then you just do that. Oh, so. Hmm. You said to stab. Right hot celebration of love. In the church, there's no need. You don't go to a movie house cinema as a church member. Hmm. There's no lack in the church. There's no need in the church. When their husband is misbehaving, we correct it. You know, you don't behave like this as a husband. When the wife is not doing it, no, you don't behave like this as a wife. There's no lack in the church. As for me, I benefit from the church. Oh. Connection. I can't remember the last time I stood in the line in the banking hall. Too tedious and COVID two is there. Mm. Every bank I have church members who are there. I make a phone call. I'm going to a bank. This branch, I'm near this bank. They'll call the branch. Go and see this person. I never join a banking or line. Mm. It's true. I benefit. I've joined well. You too join well. The day you have a need or something, just make a call. Just make a call. Just make a call. We will know somebody somewhere who has what you want. You will build your house at half the cost. Half the cost if you join the church well. If you don't join the church well, then. Have you ever seen? Look, one day I knew someone. <laughs> this is a true story. She took her pension, $100,000, transferred it to somebody she didn't know to build a house for her. When she came to Ghana, and saw what had been built. See, when she met me, I said, oh, I can't have somebody who will build it for you. But, she, but she thought I wanted to dupe her. So she got a stranger. When she came to Ghana, eh, and she saw what her hand out she went into almost coma for two weeks. <laughs> almost coma, two weeks. You know, to be honest with you, I shouldn't have done that. It was very bad of me. But when I heard it, I laughed. Have you seen that something? When they happen, you laugh. It's like, she almost died though, went into coma. Two weeks. After transferring the hundred thousand dollars, the guy changed his phone number. What the hell I said, hey. Me when I said I'll help you, he said I'm coming for your money. Oh, yeah? You will see what will happen to you. You are lucky you didn't die. Now COVID two has even come too. <laughs> and finally for today, finally for today, when you join the church properly, and we have a mega church. There are many types of beloveds for you to marry. A beloved is a potential marriage partner. Look, let us be honest. You see, as for Christians, if we can put hypocrisy aside, everything will be okay. Everybody has a type of person. I'm talking about physical that they want to marry. Everybody has a type of physical person they want to marry. Some people like short and dark. Some like dark and lovely. Hmm. <laughs> Some also like fair. One day I saw a pastor. No, he's a fair person. He was, he was all getting married. Nice pastor. Rich, sounds of everything. So I said, please. He was a bit above me, so I was shy of him. But one day I mastered courage. And I said, why are you not getting married? Like, what is it? There are nice girls. Then he told me, look, I want to marry a fair girl. Not beautiful, fair, like skin color, fair. And when I looked in the church, I thought, oh, it's true. There's none like that in this church. So can you believe that he actually left the, the church? The mission, he, was, he left the mission to come to Ghana 
to look for a fair girl to marry and truly he found one and married her today he's married to a very fair sister yeah you see but if it was in a mega church there was no need to have left his mission some people like talk he said that i was trying to find a husband for somebody and i told her that you know I have a cousin, he's very tall, very thick, very rich, lives in the UK. He said, ah, that is my type. <laughs> she said, that is my type. Unfortunately, his sickling status didn't match hers. Yes. But she said, ah, that is my type. Tall, thick, dark, and rich. <laughs> yes. Some men also want to marry tall, Slim Coca-Cola shaped, hourglass shaped design. Some also like can cook design. Any type you want. When there's a mega church. <laughs> why? 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 What have I said? The type. No, I've been saying type, they didn't laugh. It's not the type they are laughing about or something. Ah, they can cook. Oh, some people like can cook. Or mortar gin is the plastic bottle. That one. Different types. But when the church is small, your type may not be in the church. But when the church is big, how? Every type. You, you, you will not have to look far. And when you come and see the pastor, I will just ask you, you know, so who have you seen in the church? And see, when you also join the church well, you wouldn't need to disgrace yourself. No, one of the sad ladies see, see let me tell you something one of the most depressing things is to bounce a man on. maybe you people the way you bother you think is nothing let me tell you for a man to propose to you it's a big thing for him oh. no 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 it's a serious thing for like he had bought himself sure it's a difficult thing you don't know how he thinks about it for days to strategize how to say it but you see when you join the church well when you come and see the pastor, the pastor, so have you seen someone you like? Oh, yes. This girl, this girl, that, that. We may tell you, oh, no. She has somebody. Then you save yourself the embarrassment. Because you see, when you go and she tells you that she has somebody, it's been as she'll be looking at you, walking at her, she'll know in your mind that she likes you, but you didn't get her. So when you get the person, oh, no, there's somebody. Or the pastor will go and do some investigations on your behalf. Yes, and then come and tell that no, it's we rather try this one. Look, and brothers, let me tell you something. The sisters say they are not fools, oh Robert, they are not fools. Look, sisters are very wise, maybe even far wiser than men in choosing their partners. Men, the honesty, we look at more of the external, sadly, but that's the reality. But girls are not like that. They look through. One day I saw it. I went to preach at Tech. The final year students. Maybe six, seven, eight years ago. So I was talking to them. And I just asked the question. How many of you are in relationships? Their final year liver service. How many of you are in relationships? Somebody has some. So I said, the brothers who are not in relationships, lift up your hands. They lifted up their hands. They sat down. Then I asked, those who are in relationships, lift up your hands. I said, stand up. Then I had an idea. I said, ask them what courses they do. So those who were finishing school in relationships, architecture, civil engineering, civil engineering, architecture, civil engineering, electrical engineering, chemical engineering, architecture, civil engineering, architecture, Civil engineering, civil engineering, civil engineering, architecture, mainly architecture, civil engineering, tech. Then add another idea. Those who they have broken up with them, ask them the courses they did. So I made that group stand up again. Those ending with no girl loving them. What course did you do? Sociology. <laughs> what course did you do? Archaeology. What God did he do? So, so this. It was that day that I saw that the girls eh, it's not, I love you, I love you. They see that no, this course, it won't take me anywhere. This 
psychology philosophy i don't know how it will benefit both he and i in life this architect the future is bright architect bright civil engineer ghana highway authority go and collect by build mansion architect aesl job guarantee i saw that day that never think a girl is a fool one day i saw a girl mm. she was looking for a wife then i said who do you like then she pointed a guy in the church I said, hey, are you sure? she said yes and i said oh, okay i'll introduce you to him does he know she told you oh I've introduced myself to him already. <laughs> she said, Oh, I've introduced myself to him already. I said, Really? Then she said, Apostle, you leave it to me. Sure. Then she told me that, Oh, she just goes to his car and says, Oh, hi, I didn't see you in church last week, and then she leaves. It's like making her presence felt in a non Look, that's when I saw that the girl is setting a trap for the guy. The guy doesn't know that he's being hunted. He doesn't know. It's true. I saw another brother. I was talking to a sister. Bounce this boy, bounce this boy, bounce this boy. But who do you like? They said, someone. Then I said, do I know the person? Yes. Maybe the person you like? Yes. What is his name? Then, to my shock, she mentioned somebody who is very, very close to me. I thought she mentioned the guy's name. I told her, You are very wise. Because you see, I saw that uh, she has hunted for the guy and has chosen to bring me in without the guy knowing. You see, as I talk to you, uh, they are getting married this year. The guy thinks that he proposed to her. That's what is in his mind. He thinks that he proposed to her. It is on their wedding day that I'll make him know that she proposed to you without your knowledge. Because as soon as she said it, I found myself just telling her, don't worry, it is done. So I called the guy. I said, oh, Charlie, how? Is there a girl? I said, oh, no. I said, oh, but have you considered this girl? He said, oh, we are friends, but not. I said, oh, but she's a good girl. He didn't know that she brought him up. Not he brought her up or I brought her. She brought him up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But you see, when I saw the way she played her cards, I saw, I just said, oh, you are very wise. Because you see, as a girl, you cannot go and propose to a man. Well, if you are propose to a man, it's not good. Though. It's not good at all. The day when, the day when there's a problem and they tell you that, but you, but you forced me to marry you. That's when you see that. You should not have proposed to her. It's true. I mean, the girl just laid the trap for him neatly. He fell inside completely. He's getting married, thinking that he loved her first. Yes. Look, join the church properly. There are so many benefits. Your tithe, and when we, we when we don't even find your tithe in this church, we go and look for your tithe in another branch. It's true. And bring him. Or another country. We can even get you a bride from another country. Country. Bring her in or bring him in. Marry him. Listen, we are one family. We are one family. Let us do it well. It will be to your benefit. Look, your best business partners will be in the church. Your best spouses. Look, anything over here, they are divorcing in the church. But if they are divorcing in the church, then what hope is there outside the church? they are divorcing the church is true but then if in the church there's a problem then like where the laws of god work and there are these problems then outside the church what hope is there <laughs> oh but i see you being super blessed Look, settle down in your spirit you'll be so happy it's only happiness the bible says that in the presence of the lord there's fullness of joy there's nothing bad that will happen to you in the church only benefits and blessings it's true. One day I saw a brother, I didn't have a car. I called somebody, I said, Look, your sister needs a car. Sell 
sell your car to your sister as though you were selling it to me. It's true. The person I'll sell it for forty thousand. I said no, no. I know that the cost in town is forty thousand. Sell it for twenty-five thousand. It is, it is for your brother. It is for your sister. Says okay. Apostle, once it's you. Yes. I saw somebody wanted to buy land. The land was about thirty-eight thousand cities. I said look, it is for your brother. Sell it for twenty-five thousand. We are all one. They said okay. It's better for my brother to have it. So I'll sell it to my brother for. To your benefit, you are going to build a house. Oh, the architect will charge you 30% of the material cost. That's the charge. But when you come into the house of the little, just give me something for my fuel to go up and down, it's just to help you. You are my brother. It's true. Where you stay, I will, the Bible says in Psalm 65, it is good for me to approach the Lord. The nearness of the Lord to me is for my good. The Bible says that those who are far from the Lord shall perish. But it is good for me to come here unto the Lord. Join, join. You are building a bigger church. It is by building blocks. One block, two blocks, three blocks. And one day you will need something. And the solution to your need will be in the church. Not outside the church. Contacts are in the church. Beloveds are in the church. Husbands and wives are in the church. You see someone going to do a wedding, he's not going to rent a car. All the wedding cars are from the church. It's true. It will be to your great blessing. Join it properly. And the blessings of God will be with you. In Jesus' name, let's stand to our feet. Pray for yourself as we close. Ask God to beautify your life in the name of Jesus. Ask God to change you, stabilize you, establish you. Those whose feet are planted in the house of the Lord, Psalm 92, they shall flourish in the courts of their God. He beautifies your life by his presence. He beautifies your life by his presence. He beautifies your life with his presence. Because we worship him in the beauty of holiness. We worship him in the beauty of holiness. And his anointing oil is like healing balm. It will heal your soul. All of us have hurts. All of us have bruised. But he said, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is the health of my daughter not recovered here? God is healing you this morning. He said, Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I'll give you rest. The Bible says that and they look unto him and they were not ashamed. It is good for you to approach the Lord. It is good for you to come near unto the Lord. He said, come unto me. Come unto me. Come unto me. Revelation 21 says, and the spirit says, come. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And all those who are thirsty, come. All those who are hungry, come. Come to the bread of life. Come to the river of life. Come and drink freely. Drink of the waters that he gives you will never test again. Drink of the river that he gives you will never test again. In his presence there is fullness of joy. In his presence there is fullness of joy. He said I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The abundance that you seek is in Christ. In him are all things. All things were made by him. In him all things consist. And all things are established by the power of his word. All your wants, all your desires, all your fantasies, all your wishes, all your dreams will find their fulfillment in Christ. Come unto him, all ye that labor. For he said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He said, therefore now, there is no condemnation. God is not calling you to condemn you. God is not calling you to 
point out your sins god is not calling you to tell you are a bad person god is calling you to goodness god is calling you to mercy god is calling you to his faithfulness he came not to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved i see god saving you this morning i see god delivering you meeting you at the point of your need receive the mercies of god receive the grace of god this is a good week we are entering into as you join the mega church properly putting your hands to the plow i see the love of god embracing you covering you in jesus name i pray with thanksgiving and with every head bowed and with every eye closed maybe somebody invited you to church but once a pastor pray with me i want to surrender my life to jesus if you are here like that you want me to pray with you before we close just do one more thing stand wherever you are and lift up your right hand and i'll pray with you i see your hand my sister somebody invited you or maybe you've been a christian for a while but you know you've gone away from god you want to rededicate your life to god just lift up your right hand also and we'll pray together god is calling you by his spirit just lift up your hand we'll pray you want to rededicate your life to god you want to surrender your life to jesus just lift up your right hand we'll pray together if you lifted up your hand please do one more thing please walk to me in front and i'll pray with you put your hands together god bless you Karo Shamikafala. he's waiting for you he's waiting for you god bless you my sisters is there anyone else you want to join us before we pray let us say this prayer together i'm just leading you in the prayer but it is really your own prayer say lord jesus i want the rest of the congregation let's all pray together we all need god we all don't even know if he comes now whether we'll go the bible says two will be in the field one will be taken one will be left but you shall not be left behind in jesus name. let's all pray this prayer together rededicating our life to god receiving jesus into our lives <coughs> say lord jesus this morning i come to you just as i am please forgive me of all my sins and wash me with the blood of jesus this morning i receive jesus into my heart to be my lord and my personal savior say heavenly father please write my name in your book of life so that when i die i will come to heaven say holy spirit please come and live in me and help me strengthen me to live the life of a christian all the days of my life in the name of jesus i pray with thanksgiving amen god bless you